0: And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, back at it again, Not Exactly Radio, back in a nice structured episode. It's very nice, because the last few weeks, Valentine's, we had just picking songs out of, I shouldn't say out of nowhere, we had to pick love songs, obviously we had some sort of a structure. And then last week with Kevin, we had no structure and just talked about our favorite movie soundtracks. It was kind of crazy, got a little wild, but now we're going to reel it back in just a little bit. So we're back with you, right here, Not Exactly Radio, with me. Just me and Tony. Me, your host, Benny Kay. And.
1: Tony. Just Tony. In an episode of Oops, All Hosts. Oops,
0: All Hosts. Is that your favorite cereal? It's gonna be. It's gonna be my fa- our favorite cereal. So it's gonna be yours, too. Just wait for it. Check it out in stores soon. Not really. We don't do that. We're just a podcast. We don't create cereal. Uh, so we're back to the structured version of just one album. Two people just talking about it. The normal people. Anyways, so before we go on to that, we have our platforms that we're on right now we want to plug those because we love them and we're this is our baby we want to make sure that everyone uh gets a chance to check us out in all sides so let's start out we got our twitter we got our twitter right there tony handles that oh yep yeah. shit posting Shit posting, got hot takes. Got, got, got your shit post.
1: Got your hot takes. Got your hot
0: takes. Got your shit post. That's Tony on Twitter. It's absolutely amazing. We actually got
1: twenty five likes for for a tweet the other day. Ooh, because everybody wants Denzel's cover. Denzel Curry's cover of uh, Rage Against Machine. Bulls on Parade, baby. We'll discuss
0: that in a second. Though. Oh, that's a good song. God, that's so fucking good. Anyways, yes, yeah, so we'll discuss that in a second. Moving on to Instagram, we got our not exactly radio fix there with the music history. Uh, I got you there. I got you a little pre- presenting presenting a little music history, making sure that people know that we're aware of our music history, I guess. And you, that you're you, aware too.
1: You wake up.
0: And you grab a brush and put on a little makeup.
1: That I'm sorry. And then the next thing down. you do is unlock your phone. You're like, I wonder what happened in the world of music today, on this day in history. But there's nowhere that tells you about it. We got you. But we got you. We're there we for
0: you. Are there you
1: start an Instagram, start, start an Instagram. not exactly here <laughs> radio.
0: Oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> that's it, you're pulling a me there, anyways. So, then to bring all three of them together, we have our Facebook page, which has all three of our platforms. Pretty much, we like plug all of them. Sometimes we'll give you a song that we like on there, and sometimes mm-hmm. we'll be talking about the new episode that's coming up. Facebook, Instagram, plat- uh, Twitter, all three of those platforms. Got you not exactly here, you're here. radio fix not exactly radio fix we are just on the top of our game on the top of our game right for this episode
1: about let's discuss this shit
0: okay let's do it we're talking about uh talking about bulls on parade
1: oh yeah so anything new that isn't uh fever 333 that we've uh want to drop out there that's recently come out that we're thinking about
0: like you said denzel curry that's all we want that's it that's it it's all really that was an amazing cover uh kevin did show us that song i didn't see it until he showed it to us and uh the fucking oh my god
1: yeah so denzel does uh bulls on parade um adds his own verse and just channels a perfect zach de la roca through the rest of it and like surpasses him in other ways it's freaking great now i just want a denzel against the machine project but at least spotify hook us up with that cover it was uh it was on youtube i forget it was like YouTube. uh it's like oh, it another like, version or something it's called like that yeah. It's it's a youtube oh channel. it's like just the
0: versions yeah it's like making it sound like they're taking the word virgin and playing yeah. with that and saying virgin or something
1: like mm, that yeah them virgins, them virgins. Um, including me um <laughs> he's married Yep. Um, still got that V card. I'm protecting that shit. Like, I don't care about that. Anyways. I'm but... all about God. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's freaking great. Uh, go look that up on uh, the YouTube. The
0: YouTube. It's got it. It's amazing. I I seriously can't talk enough about how
1: awesome and, that is. I mean, and it goes perfectly with this band that we're going to discuss. Oh, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's give them an overview. Let's, let's give the kids... Uh, elementary school lesson on uh, who Fever 333 just is Fever
0: 333, by the way the album we're talking about today is Strength by Numbers, their first feature or their first uh, full length album uh, they just started 2000, July 2017 I believe it was July, summer of 2017 they started out together, three piece band uh, they dropped their first album Made in America in 2018 only has seven tracks, so it's like an EP technically, only 18 minutes long and this track and this album this full length album here is actually only three more tracks long but you get double the music just over double the music mm-hmm. about 40 some odd minutes uh and uh at first the uh yeah sorry the fever they were considered the fever then they were considered the fever 333 and now they're just fever 333 this release uh, m- marks their uh doubling down of their messages of solidarity frustration and fucking shit up um so like I said it was a three piece band um made up of Jason, Elon Butler, uh, I don't know, how I'm going to say all these names. Uh, Arik, Eric? Is it just Eric? I think it's Eric. Eric, uh, Eric Improta. Yeah. And Stephen Harrison. I can say that one. Or maybe it's Stephen Harrison. I don't Probably know. Probably Steve. Probably Stephen
1: Unless he has a three-point shot then it's. It definitely. could be then it could be
0: Stephen Harrison. <laughs> three-point <laughs> shot. Oh man. Um, they're already on Roadrunner Records for, and that's a major label for a band that just started out a year and a half ago. Yeah, and that's a part of Road, uh, Warner Brothers. The people that are on the Roadrunner Records include uh, Coheed Cambria, Gojira, and Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the uh, so, so they kind of cover all spectrums. They, they consider themselves like a hard, label, hard rock like label, and it's just kind of like all over the place. Right, and
0: like the Fever 333 themselves actually don't have like, we've heard several labels for them as a genre. Yeah like what, what were some of the labels like you said like rap core
1: um. well like if you look them up on wikipedia they add rap they they put rap core and i probably should have looked what fuck rap means <laughs> um it's probably rap with hardcore but yeah, yeah. like well we hear the rap we hear the hardcore leanings even the post hardcore with the extra instrument instru- instrument with instrumentals and then uh there's punk reason i really enjoy the rap is how referential rap it allows itself to be mm-hmm. um, and we can get into that too, uh, just uh, how some of the contemporaries on the political side don't aren't as referential and blunt as they are, right? which I feel is a very strong strength for me
0: Absolutely. Uh, Jason this actually kind of brings back to an awesome point that Jason the vocalist uh, from the band uh, he is half black and half white. His father was Arlen, Arlen Butler of the soul group Arlen uh, and this most of this um, album talks about uh, mi- like a mixed race growing up in Inglewood, California. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up with a black father and a white mother, uh, Butler found that he had problems fitting in with any of the white children in the grade school, uh, as they would always ask why his mother was white and his father wasn't, and he just, he grew up in the hood. Uh, he said that he grew, this is actually a quote from him, I grew up in the hood for me, all my homies were African American or Latino or Asian. We were all part of the minority so for me it was about class like like we were all from dirt. We were all the same color,
1: dirt poor and that so that background, I mean it's kind of similar. To mine in many ways, um, so I do really sympathize with them. Mm-hmm. Um, being a Mexican kid, I got a lot of shit too when they'd figure it out. So I get that, and but then I also get this understanding, and that's why I we find this band so uh, really attracted to them is because they understand uh, so much the importance of solidarity of we're all actually the same. We're all actually the same class. Um, it's so much of their music is rallying is about rallying together. Right. To be pissed off at the right people Absolutely. instead of each other. And that's what's, <clears throat> and instead of it feeling preachy, they do such a good job of making you already feel a part of what vision they see of a better world of a more just world and, and, Getting that through the passion and anger and demanding that we be treated better as a whole,
0: absolutely. And this album just covers everything. Yes, my lord. Before we go on to the album itself, do you know why they have like three, three, three?
1: Oh yeah, uh, I don't. Okay, so that's why I said oh yeah, um, <laughs> because I am buying time. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and there is. It's a three piece. Mm-hmm. So that's three piece um three They give up yeah three times three times three is nine, yeah, they're, not nine they're not a nine
0: piece they're not a nine piece i would like out. a nine
1: piece chicken nugget right now oh
0: nine piece chicken nugget would be fucking good right now
1: but uh i'm gonna go ahead and say that's just uh their favorite number
0: well uh c- kind of uh but not really um, (laughs) the threes stand for the three C's, the foundation upon, uh, the foundation upon this, this is actually another quote from Jason, um, the foundation upon this project stands a representation of community, charity, and change. Uh, he also goes on to say, Our efforts as allies to the movement have been informed by this idea. There is a purpose but in these numbers. So today we're extremely proud to announce another series of broadcasts in the shape of our first, very first full-length album. Uh, we, the people, possess a power none like the other when united. A sense of strength that cannot be matched when you're working together. Take back your power and know that there is strength in numbers. And that's uh, that kind of goes off with what the mm-hmm. album is This is him talking about the album as well. And somebody asked him about the three C's. Or the three threes.
1: I mean, if you want to be a numerology dork too, there's a lot of, you know, mysticism behind the number three. And, you know, I mean, even there's the phrases, the three is a cry, like you know even when i write sentences like even when i do those like movie reviews i always mm. want to make like points and threes like i don't know it, it it's there's this weird pull to it so him like identifying like the three things they want to be about and how everything kind of falls into one of those three categories i can see Absolutely. it's interesting just number 3 man it's interesting and it's there's not
0: really one song in this album that doesn't connect with all three of those things
1: yeah exactly yeah um, whew. But, God, this album's a fucking punch in the mouth, ain't it? Oh, absolutely. In the best way.
0: Absolutely best way of punch in the mouth. I, I remember when you first told me that we should do this album, I I, I kind of do what I normally do, and I listen to these albums that we recover at the gym. And this one was definitely a good gym album to listen to, except I wanted to, like, take down everybody that was there. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially, like, the big buff, like, Aryan dudes. I'm like, all right, yeah, <laughs> time to get out of here. But I, uh, But, yeah, no, this album was fantastic. Uh yeah
1: and then uh so like the intro track is uh just an intro track it actually isn't i wouldn't count it obviously a music track it's the ellipses track but it sounds like they just recorded basically at one of their shows that was like a like really like electric show because it's just people chanting three 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 yeah like is that the shit uh i want you to report from the front lines because you saw them at riot fest is that what it's like
0: it was kind of like at the same time like they're from california they were younger i saw them last year when they're only a year into their like their whole beginning uh and i only knew them because of their uh their um their song the one that was on the radio is it made in america it might be made in america Um, I'm not quite sure. I forgot which one it was. I knew it from there, but I was like, I'm eager to check these guys out. So I went over to that stage. It was earlier in the day, so there wasn't that many people around. I shouldn't say there wasn't that many people around. There was a lot of people there. Uh, And the energy that they gave off during their live performance was, like, something that I've, like, never seen before. And I don't want to make it sound all cliche and be like, oh, yeah, this is something... So unique, and uh no one has ever seen this because I mean there's there's been there's been energy at every show that you can go to, but these guys bring like a different style of energy and i I swear to you, like while this show was going on, people started gathering more around this show because they heard what was coming from the distance and uh absolutely not go- like for how many bands that I saw that whole entire weekend, they were like probably my top three in performance um because at one point. Um, I forgot which which song is that it's pull the trigger or get shot he says that over it's, and over it's Trigger it's just called Trigger I'm pretty sure it's okay. Trigger well there, he just like there was one point where he was just saying that over and over again like longer than what the song actually was Um, and it was just like even more every time he said it every time he said it it just like kept fucking it, like he punched it in my face <laughs> and it was absolutely like a good punch like you mentioned before and I, and I, I love that energy and then the guitarist Stefan, uh, or Steven, um, <laughs> he actually he climbed the rafters of the, the stage that they built in Chicago there, and he was like up on the top playing a guitar solo and shit. It was so <laughs> fucking, it, he, like, I seriously took a video shit. of it, I'm like, holy shit, this guy right there. I brought uh, my, my friend Chris Davis, he does a lot of work for us, Chris Davis, um, and he fucking loved that shit too. He absolutely thought it was one of his favorite shows of the weekend. Because uh, they just they bring off that
1: fucking energy. Well, you know, we are lo- launching a YouTube channel. Do you want to put that part you recorded on there? I mean, might as well. Oh, I
0: might if I still got it. On yeah, my phone. That's a good,
1: that'll, that'll be a good supplement if we have that. That's true. Um, because we're gonna work on that. We're gonna work on bringing some visual elements here. Yeah, right. Um, so you can so actually you can, see your ugly face. Yeah, you can see the premier dumb bitches right in, <laughs> right on the internet. We're um, the dumb bitches. Yeah, that, that, that's us, by the way. But yeah, the album goes from 0 to 100. You got just the first track that's really just chanting. And it's cool. It's cool. I haven't seen that really happen where it's like, well, we want to bring you into our live show because it's so electric, as you're describing. And it brings you in there, and then it turns you on to burn it, which is the single. Yep. And it sounds singly, but it grew on me really quick. It because did. It doesn't. it's still not out of place. I
0: remember when you first told me about this album and you first told me about burn it you said it had like a lincoln park feel to it
1: it's still the chorus sounds extremely like uh chester
0: and there's nothing to knock there's nothing yeah. to knock there knock well because
1: hybrid theory does rule right. like it's tr- it's it's lincoln park hybrid theory era which i probably can't listen to hybrid theory anymore it's just too attached to childhood right. but i don't mind an influence right absolutely. it sounded it sounded great it sounds great mm-hmm. like that chorus does get you excited yeah and then uh there that's also that song has the first of another theme i picked up and this is why i find them again really cool and different is because they can appeal to rock audiences punk audiences but also they have this rap influence and one of the things that rap does really well is they're way more blunt than a lot of political like punk bands Bands like Bad Religion, which, you know, of course I love Bad Religion, but like a lot of their songs, there will be songs where they're trying to basically like make a song about advanced political theory right. or talk about history that, um, yeah. Ne- yeah, isn't exactly accessible to your average uh, even person, let alone teenager. <laughs> when 333 is way more in your face of, well, fuck all the people that, you know, are constantly shitting on us and hurting us. How about we just. Rise up together and throw a middle finger back at them, absolutely, which is kind of like what Burnett is. And Burnett has those first references, rap esque references, where they're more blunt, where he just talks about how he has fists like Ali, he's part, he's half Black Panther because of his uh father, and um, uh, what's the other uh, oh, and then of course Malcolm X, mm-hmm. so like. Well, you have punk bands that probably think Malcolm X is, you know, fine or whatever. Um, you just, you don't hear this like, you know, I can be just like Malcolm or I have a mouth like Malcolm is the exact lyric. And it's like, it, it, it it's not him going like, oh, I'm the next Malcolm X. It's going like, you know, it, it's very much a we can, it, all of us can be like that. Right, yeah, all it's of like us can, the influence. you know, again, it's all of us together. Can demand better, mm-hmm. and it's just it, it it's way more empowering than a lot of political music can be sometimes where sometimes it feels like one you're either getting a history lesson or the other one of like I don't feel as a part of this right like listening to three 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 is pretty cool in the way of you feel a part of it. Mm-hmm.
0: And you, you just kind of need that balance between like the messages that they have to give, and 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 feeling a part of it as well. Like you mm. mentioned, yeah, just feeling that balance. So, Absolutely.
1: So after they threw out a Malcolm X and Ali on me right away, I went through and heard uh, the rest, and they do reference Rodney King. Mm-hmm. Uh they mentioned Trayvon Martin. Yeah, that's and then, mostly in the innocent, uh, isn't it? That's in the innocent, mm-hmm. which is a track after our big standout track we'll right. spend at length discussing. And then there's Raid Over Ahim, which is from Do the Right Thing, the Spike Lee film, he gets okay. killed by a cop in that movie. Oh yeah, okay. Um when he didn't actually present a threat. So um so like you just don't see that. Like, I mean, even stuff like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. You know,
0: They're not, like, putting out specific examples like that.
1: You know, not as obvious. Um, And so for this, they kind of cut through that where they really are just talking down. And I think this is important for, I hope, teenagers and people like that get into this kind of shit. For sure. Because they don't need to cut through so much to get what this guy's getting at. Mm. Like, you look at the lyrics. On the outside, they're kind of simple in a lot of ways. But that's the good thing about them. Right
0: it's cuz you can attach yourself to that very quickly and that kind of goes back to the whole balance and making yourself feel a part of the whole um the whole uh experience.
1: Yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and talk about the music as a whole. Um what I found interesting was the two producers. One does Goldfinger. One's really? the gita- guitars from Goldfinger, the main producer. He okay, uh John Feldman or Jordan we... Feldman um but he's the, he, he plays in Goldfinger. I didn't... Um, ri- a ska band that is... Uh, have a hell even of a Even mediocre album. enough. Even mediocre enough. This guy doesn't even stan him. He lets <laughs> me make fun of Goldfinger. even well, The whole genre sucks, but uh, the he whole, won't protect Goldfinger. is not that bad. <laughs> Fuck you. And Goldfinger's okay sometimes. You know what you are? You're the Simpsons meme where... Uh, Jake is about to shoot Homer And then Apu's jumping in the way Because Homer is his greatest customer
0: <laughs> And I'm, I'm Jake's
1: labeled me You're a poo, And, and then Homer's uh, is ska music Ska
0: music I hate you <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you For making that connection Because it kind of fucking Works
1: <laughs> That's me Just bursting in with a gun All the time like, going, No By the way Scott sucks
0: <laughs> Son of a bitch He's taking a bullet for, isn't that guy. You know what Fuck you, Tony,
1: man. Really, that sucks. Scott, I like Scott music. I don't, don't hate what I like. Scott's fine. It is. If you're a juvenile. I mean, am I? In spirit, I guess. I got, but, I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, I'm anyway, still kind of juvenile. And then also the other producer was Travis Barker. Oh. Which was really interesting. That's Travis Barker from uh, Travis Barker fame. From
0: Travis Barker fame. Like, <laughs> if we have to say who he's from.
1: he 182. And I can see that because uh, you ever listen to Transplants? Yeah. 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 He he was doing the similar thing of marrying rock and rap. Yeah. They were talking more, like, street-level shit.
0: I was going to say, that was pretty much just, like...
1: <laughs> I know Friends... Well, yeah. there's literally that song where Armstrong's like, some of my friends do drugs, yeah. and some of my friends play music or some Something shit. Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, like, that was a little more street-level, but I wasn't surprised to see, like, when I saw Travis Barker in the producer credits. I'm like, yeah. I could see it. Also, because the drummer... Is,
0: yeah. I mean, he's like... I don't want to say Travis Barker level, but he's still great.
1: Like, he has
0: to do a lot of shit here. Well, be bad, it's true. But also, going back to Travis Barker, he's kind of liking everything. He's like, almost mm-hmm. like... I don't want to say, like, the Dave Grohl of punk music or something like that. Because, like... Because uh, he well I shouldn't even say punk music I should just say he's just like kind of like Dave Grohl where Dave Grohl has like his hand almost not everything obviously but you could see Travis Barker he's like d- uh, doing a rap track for somebody oh, and then yeah. he's yeah. like doing Blink-182 shit
1: I think the last time I saw his name come up was from the Jewels the there you first go first album like, fucking A nah, like for me Travis Barker is the coolest Blink-182 member yeah <laughs> yeah. also he's five plane Crash that's badass yeah fucking
0: <laughs> that's scary shit I am now terrified thinking about
1: that. Yeah, no, that, Dear God, he survived don't a plane in, crash. Don't be in a private jet. Okay, deal. God. Just, just have boats when you're rich. Just have boats. I don't even want to go in the water. I get seasick. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. Yeah, no one does that. Uh, sorry, do that. guys. Uh, not Exactly Radio will never be recorded on a boat.
0: On a boat? Sorry. Unless it is on land for some reason. Then yeah, we might, I'll... Then we might do
1: uh, I'd record on it. If there's like a child's like. Uh, on the dockside boat. If
0: there's like Yeah, I was going to say if there's like a dockside boat, or if there's like a like a child like fucking playhouse that looks like a fucking pirate ship, we'll um, just go there at night, fucking um, record.
1: Yeah. Oh, hell yeah.
0: Yeah, fucking A. We'll do that. We'll do that. Live in then. that shit. Live in that shit until they find us. It's whatever, you know?
1: But yeah, so like we discussed <laughs> the drummer a bit. Uh, the guitars are awesome. I mean, it's oh, like Tom R- Morello kind it's, of shit. Yeah, it's just.
0: It, it almost has like. I don't want to say it kind of fits with like a new metal thing as well because of mm-hmm. how it does fit with Tom Morello, Um, but at some point, some points where it's just like crunchy riffs mm-hmm. and they're simple. And I'm just like, this reminds me a lot. Well, I'll go into that later. Cause I got to give my album of choice that would, uh, that yeah. I would think to go with this, but it reminds me a lot of like a new metal kind of thing. And I think if you know who I am, you know who I'm going to mm-hmm. pick later. Uh, but yeah, Absolutely.
1: Like on one hand, it doesn't feel out of place even calling it new metal, which yeah. feels like we're cutting these these guys to shit. Right. But it's again if it's a guy that can spit and it's not like he's like just dropping like he's, you know, like, he's going off or anything. It's just, again, it's the... Pa- like, there's so much pathos behind it. It's all mm-hmm. passion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's the difference between him and then, like, Fred Durst rapping oh, about, Fred I Durst. don't know, about his mom buying about the wrong type of pizza rolls. That and cookies. Um. So, oh. <laughs> so like, it's not like... Yeah, he's, like, it's not like uh, the vocalist Jason Allen is gonna, like has a rap solo career if, you know, whenever Fever calls it quits or, you know, it's not like he has that. Um, It's very much a band. Quick question, kind of going a little
0: off topic, but still on topic.
1: Uh, Would you consider
0: new metal the ska of metal music?
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I can see that. I I get where it's coming from. uh, Maybe baby metal too. baby metal. Because like punk and ska's relationship... Scott is like the Chuck E. Cheese of punk. I love it. That's so, so it's cool. Like, I like these metaphors. So, much. <laughs> so is like baby metal the Chuck E. Cheese of metal? Or is it hair metal? <laughs>
0: No, I think baby metal would be more Chuck E Cheese of metal than hair metal.
1: Hair metal is just that uh, cigarette butt outside the yeah, bar. Yeah, okay, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, definitely, just literally a cigarette butt, just one. Okay, <laughs> is hair metal?
1: All right, so <laughs> I would say baby metal's got. Okay,
0: fine. Uh, fine. New
1: metal is like what? Uh, I say, what would new metal be? You had something there. It's fast food. Okay, it's metal fast food.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, if you want something quick right away, yeah. new metal. All right, and then,
1: fine. And then so if we're going to put fever in that, like, well, the obviously new metal energy, there's... I would say it's when Taco Bell's lit, when you okay, get good right. Taco Bell. When you Bell. get good, okay. Like, fresh <laughs> off the grill, they just made it, they probably didn't jizz in it, there's still a chance, you're always playing Russian roulette with Taco Bell, Still, but there's very little cum content, and it's freshly made. <laughs> I'm sorry, the
0: fact that we use cum content in the fucking... Oh, Christ, that's great. That's good stuff. All right, I'm glad we (laughs) discovered... I'm glad we figured that out. It was kind of worrying me for a while. Um, (laughs) Okay, so do you want to go into the album a little bit? Um, Because you you started out with Burn It. I I have to say my favorite section, probably, is uh, between Pray For Me and Inglewood. Uh, I think Inglewood was, like, in no doubt, like, our favorite part of the album, which we'll talk about in a second, too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, S- how do you feel about the kids chanting and Pray For Me? That wasn't Pray
0: For Me. That was, uh, that was One Of Us. One of Us. Okay. And uh, I, you know, I liked it. I feel like okay. in the beginning, like, there's a, a powerful message that kind of, like, it goes back to, like, everything that he grew up with in his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of, like, intensifies it there with, like, realizing that it's still innocent. children. Mm-hmm. uh i i was gonna that kind of like wow it, that was almost like an epiphany right now um for me for myself no no that um, was good but uh, that's why we discussed this that, shit. that's very true um but what i really liked about pray for me one one of us and in inglewood um were like the fucking breakdowns is what really tied all three of those songs together um pray for me uh, yeah those three right there just and-
1: I feel like we cut him down for a second just comparing the new metal. Because, again, like, genres doesn't automatically mean you're bad. Yeah. Unless you're Ska. Um, God fucking damn it. <laughs> no. There's even good Ska. Um, somehow. Somehow. Um, still good good Ska. But, uh... <laughs> I love Ska, okay? But, <laughs> Fuck, like... Ska's awesome. Another thing, and I think of this with the Pray For Me chorus, is, like, and I... I, this game out to critical acclaim. There was one negative review that Wikipedia cited, and just they didn't feel there was enough. But I enjoy it because there's this punk influence, and then, like I tra- talked in an earlier episode about how Trap is similar in this way, where it's the versatility, or it's not exactly the versatility that is its a strength, it's, it's uh, consistency. Oh, for sure and that's what this album is it's consistent every chorus makes you want to get rowdy and so pray for me is another chorus that they do so well at keeping this energy up and i like the chorus of pray for me a lot because what it does also too is not him just straight screaming he does like allow these breaks um because there's the pray for me over and over but then right after that he lets it breathe a little bit yeah. where the drums are the drums and the guitar are actually like this part that's driving that rest of that chorus oh, sure. and then it goes right into the verse it's a really interesting way again some of the things they are doing is kind of simple but the way that they do it feels so finely tuned it feels again like a band where all three of them know exactly what they want out of this fuck yeah it feels so focused yeah
0: and that's like, yeah, you could say that for every every one of these songs. I was going to say, is there like a favorite section that you have in um, this whole thing? Or is I mean, it just the entire that's album? That's
1: what's so good about it. It really does stay consistent because I will give. Um, I, I probably have basically the same strong point. Instead, I'd go One of Us, Inglewood, and then The Innocent. Okay and so now we'll go back to the time the common tie you and i both discussed let's discuss the seven minute track what we find the highlight and what we find basically their potential i would say
0: oh yeah is inglewood inglewood absolutely so
1: let's talk about Inglewood. okay
0: well obviously in the background that we said earlier uh he grew up in inglewood california mm-hmm. and this is just like a breakdown of everything that kind of like happened
1: like I, that, those opening lines about how like I was born in a hospital that opened right into a graveyard. Yeah, how is that for metaphor? That was cheese <laughs> Like Christ. what the fuck?
0: He's like I was born to die, basically, and I was like Jesus fucking. God. Like
1: yeah, and just this idea again of he, you know, he talked about now, you know, he got to, he fell in love with a Mexican woman or girl because it was probably when they were teenagers, but his father didn't find him, you know, he was a mixed race and not brown at all so she he hated her or him so her and him ran off together for a while and just that kind of stuff again plays into maybe not everybody understands that experience but the people that do get it yeah and again what i find them important especially i hope if they reach a younger audience is that's the shit we deal with Sometimes as mixed race, but it doesn't mean that's the doesn't mean that your guys' struggles aren't valid either. Right. You guys are dealing with other shit. This is just the shit we dealt with growing up. Right. And I didn't even deal with it nearly as bad as a lot of people did because, you know, I kinda look pretty honky anyways. <laughs> well, like, you know, the that half does influence it enough where I got to escape it sometimes. Right. And so like but I was still a kid that was, you know, not from good means so i still had to you know and that's why i think jason is reaching out to everybody of you know and even decent means it doesn't mean like oh only poor people matter right yeah Uh, yeah. because people are so myopic when they you know when people (laughs) want to focus on you know the broke people or mixed race or another race we're not saying everybody's experience is invalid it's just right we need to realize how much we're all in on this that's just
0: kind of it's kind of funny how that society works like that a little bit where it's just like if somebody's having a problem they're like but what about me i'm like all right you need to tone that shit down just a little listen
1: bit. to me for a second and then when you have your say i'm gonna say i get that uh-huh. just accept my struggle my- unless like yeah then it's like one time somebody said i'm being closed-minded and didn't talk to me anymore oh well well no i'm saying oh like, god <laughs> well, I'm sometimes like. you'll hear somebody like basically like this is a racist because i only said up one slur come on because
0: <laughs> i only said one slur
1: all right sorry god. <laughs> uh. i dishumanized you for a minute jeez <laughs> and those people don't understand <laughs> like god but yeah it's, again back to inglewood so It's seven minutes. It doesn't feel like it. it. (laughs) I was
0: gonna say, like, I think what really like brings it, and I don't, like, for me, the powerful message that he has, telling the story about how Inglewood is, and it just leads all together, and it just, for me, oh god, it's like a nail in the coffin when that breakdown comes in. It's just super powerful. Mm -hmm. I just, for me, I don't know why I like have close ties with breakdowns. Absolutely love them. If you have a good breakdown in the song, your fucking song is going to be top and that, notch.
1: And that's what is here, too, because okay. I was going through listens, too, and yeah, they are really good at bringing that energy, and yeah. then here's the point where you yeah. really want to let loose. It makes... That's the other thing. It makes me want to see him live immediately. Oh, right? absolutely. <laughs> God damn. Like, I'm sorry you missed out when I saw him. Like, yeah. On a, like, honestly, like, bump this when you're playing some first-person shooter. Bump this when you need to be at the gym. Bump okay. this when you want to be pissed off. Right. It differs in Gallows in that, like, even if you're bummed, you can listen to this and be pissed off. Oh, That's sure. another cool thing. Yeah. Like, it, I
0: was going to say, yeah, because Gallows are Great Britain, Great Britain, the one that we did earlier.
1: It's very much we're fucked and we're pissed. Yeah. When fever and strength and numbers, it's much more like they're about change. We're pissed because we need to change this now. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, it is way more empowering and inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Still, let you, still, like, still get you angry. Yeah. Like you know, right. I love Great Britain, which we already made obvious, but that was much more like I'm pissed because we're fucked and. Right. You feel hopeless, and that's why I put a trigger warning on that album. Up. Absolutely, don't listen to that. Sometimes, yeah. Um, this one you can definitely—I uh, feel you can listen to in basically any mood. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. I guess like, unless like, you. Well, yes, absolutely. I could say that. I was gonna say like, maybe if you're like close to cops, maybe don't listen to it, because <laughs> uh, then you might be like fucking pig. Oh, fuck <laughs> Um Um. I guess that might be the only time to not listen to it. Um, Because this this will get your blood boiling. It's just fucking insane.
1: But yeah, so we mentioned the Inglewood about how that opening metaphor, but then let's also talk about the versatility of that track. Okay. So it's seven minutes, and the reason it doesn't feel seven minutes is because it's probably more than ones. You could split it up, but they kept it together for a reason. And why is that? interesting
0: because i uh, cuz i feel like we kind of talked about it before you have this powerful heartfelt story that's being told um, a biography and, basically. basically a biography like going for like at least like 4 or 5 minutes mm-hmm. of this whole story and then it does i agree it sounds like a different song but then once you get yourself uh, your emotions are heightened and then as the song goes on then all of a sudden they throw it back at you and punch yeah. you right in the face and they're just like it's like uh oh gosh i don't know how to put a metaphor to this it's like edging uh, mm, i was gonna say edging on like something
1: oh like when uh you don't want to come right away but you want to make it oh absolutely when i said edging
0: i was like this sounds gross yeah that's what i'm I'm very that's where i went right away god damn it fucking back to (laughs) back to come like we're just talking about come Come
1: Uh, here's some more come content (laughs) here's some more come content Here, not exactly radio. Sorry for listening to this at work out loud. <laughs> Just, I really when your boss walks by, it. Hey, cum content! Got some cum content! Get your cum content right here! Get your fresh, hot
0: cum content right here! Anyways, Jesus Christ. Like, like So, you got your emotions heightened because of the story that he's telling. And then he kind of like... he. It's like, I don't want to say... It's like someone explaining to you oh god i'm very bad at putting this in a metaphor and i don't know if i can but it's like someone trying to get you emotionally ready for something ready and jacked up and then all of a sudden he throws he just he just gets you pumped up at that point mm-hmm. just explaining his story and then going into that breakdown it makes you do it makes you want to run through things you know why and people. you're
1: having a problem coming up with a metaphor why because you can't immediately tie it to wrestling Oh, you're right. <laughs> that's our thing Everything our is wrestling. House. That is what our hell, thing. I'm just hell. like, let me see if I can think like, of a wrestling. It's like, oh, God. It's like that one time The Undertaker. No, <laughs> it's I'm like on. when that one guy fit, fake punched that other. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like a
0: thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, wrestling is kind of part of everything. And they, they, if, you know what? Wrestling could probably learn a few things from Fever 333, by the way, that, that song. Energy, yeah. that I song, mean, it
1: is like a good wrestling match where it knows how to cover the energy and absolutely. really, you know. But, uh, all right, that's our wrestling content that's it, for the week. wrestling content um, <laughs> for this episode, <laughs> done yeah, now. The other thing that is really, obviously, we don't need to do battle right now this week because we yeah. already know Inglewood won. Right. Um, the other thing is it's the one sung chorus. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, I before it that. breaks down, but it is that. the one chorus where Jason's singing instead of yelling and shouting. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I didn't, even, I didn't even know. And so it gives them a glimpse of we can go that way, Yeah, which is good for hopefully their long-term prospects. And I hope they keep sticking around because, honestly, this feels like a punch in the arm. I feel they're, not, they're making music that people aren't making right now. And, again, it's important. Like I keep listening to this and thinking, oh, if I was a teen, I would have loved having this around mm-hmm. where they're specifically mentioning problems that are existing. I don't have to pour over the bad religion notes and Google a bunch of the lyrics I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I can read this like I read the I went over the lyrics to do, you know, to prepare for the episode. And I'm like, even at 16, I probably could have understood most of these lyrics. Damn. And that's a good thing. That's
0: definitely. Yeah. Like that's definitely like something that you need to like i don't know touch on people's emotions to get you so well they're already like it's just I, i'm still like amazed how these guys are only a year and a half old yeah. in a band
1: yeah yeah and they must have been friends for a while They must have that been, knew yeah. that they wanted to do it this way right because um, i thought it was actually interesting how they started um they played a pop-up Uh, A concert. Mm -hmm. That was really interesting.
0: They put on like these cryptic posts on Instagram and then it was like the 4th of July or something like that Mm -hmm. in California and then like these people that were following them were just like, wow, we have to go to this place at this time and then all of a sudden they popped out of the back of a truck and just started playing
1: yeah and that's really cool
0: that's fucking badass um
1: so like it feels like a band that can get mythos around it like again i just keep thinking about the kids and i want the kids to listen to this i hope the kids are listening to this because this is something i would have really enjoyed like i still enjoy now but it's something like uh i'm missing this a little bit as a kid because like one of the easy comparisons is rage against the machine absolutely Absolutely, but again, a lot of rage There's a reason killing in the name of. We all love the end. The end mm-hmm. refrain so much. Fuck Be- you! I won't do. What yeah, you tell me. <laughs> because it's finally blunt <laughs> yeah. when a lot of their music is a little bit more top heavy. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it is international, like especially international politics, and it's just like you know, especially as a teen, you're so self centered and self focused that right. uh, you find out more about that stuff later. So like. Even if you listen to like Rage and stuff like that, like again, I do like the simplicity here. Simplicity is not necessarily a bad thing. Absolutely not. A lot of, a lot of like, especially how you drive people to want more. Absolutely. You put it simple. Yeah. And that's awesome for that. Fucking A.
0: Fucking A. So is there the oh, fuck?
1: So Inglewood's our top. Englewood's we got top. that. Yeah. We obviously gush about this thing. Hmm. People should listen to this when you want to be angry. If you are angry, if you like something <clears throat> aggressive and in your face, do it.
0: This is it. This is the stuff. So, like, is there, a, is there a, an, an album that you would recommend for uh, um, people that that might that uh, might like this, that might like something else
1: compared I to this? I didn't go for content. <coughs> I instead went for a lot of the music and same energy just because – for me it feels fresh and i don't want to look back and go like oh i forgot about them and actually this is closer to this and you know i wanted to just let it speak on its own especially how we gushed about it and how again check this out if you you know to see what we mean in a lot of these different things um i went with that the driving okay they have a similar energy um i went with the album their last one relationship command just because that's the one more- um one i remember the most of and also they have the same tie of that was uh i don't know if that was a major release but that was like they put everything into that that does have slicker production and that is one thing with fever 333 that especially this one is they're already on roadrunner so it is a slick production it doesn't it it, it feels slickly produced but again for us it doesn't matter um so yeah. check out at the drive-in they have that similar chaotic energy they just they don't necessarily have the same content and definitely their lyrics are way more like what i was talking about high concept yeah but raw energy at the drive-in
0: fuck yeah uh, the album that I was going for, I, get, I dropped a little hints earlier, but I'm gonna go with System of a Down, self-titled. <laughs> uh, I felt like that tied in. I mean, I did. It with does. the new metal. It tied in really well with the, like a lot of the things that they were talking about. I feel it like does. System of a Down kind of threw a, a broader net than what uh, Fever 333 has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fever, oh, three yeah. Th- yeah, i would say Fever 333 just kind of like hits you with a specific yeah. things and it's super powerful. Where System of a Down kind of like talks about. Uh, well uh broader things and it, it still like hits you powerfully um like sweet pea right off the bat uh was driving lines and then uh sugar talking about like consuming and media uh, a lot of that album kind of like ties with what i feel to this album right here
1: and so yeah and you went with that energy too like yeah. again the energy is great here mm-hmm. and i so that's why i guess why i want to see what th- feature projects from them is see if they do have a little more versatility in them if they don't I don't see it's necessarily a bad thing I just would find it interesting yeah for if sure. they do more Inglewood type of stuff of let's try to see how we can expand yeah keep going from that the story. sound right
0: so that was interesting I guess it depends on how many people are reaches and everything and how powerful they they get across
1: so yeah. yeah um I think this was good especially because this is a new release yeah so we had to this discuss. Year yeah we had to really discuss break down more how it fits now because all of our other ones it's in from a different time period so it's like we can already say how it exactly fit into everything when this is their new now and i would just say jump onto the bandwagon absolutely
0: fuck yeah (laughs) um definitely if you can see them go check them out just don't punch anybody in the face don't be don't be rude um but yeah, this is this is a great album to look at and this is this is a nice really first recent album that we've actually covered. It was a good start. Um yeah, so that was that's that. That's our episode.
1: Yeah. So um Fucking a. I I got nothing left. So uh I got nothing left. So
0: wait, let's plug the let's plug the platforms again. Instagram, uh, yeah. Twitter, and Facebook. All right, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Enough. yeah. And,
1: uh, <laughs> the YouTube and uh YouTube now gonna show you your faces. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and sign off, and he's gonna go ahead and fly this spaceship right out of this port.
0: That's it. Well, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. I don't fucking know words anymore. Anyways, it's me, Benny K, and Tony. Just Tony. Tony. Just Tony. We're not exactly radio. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.